So good afternoon. This is Caroline Tapkin for Travel Daily's Inspiring Women in Travel Asia series. And today we're joined by Caroline Shen, who is at the Renaissance in Patia as Director of Sales and Marketing. So Caroline, welcome. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Us, Thank you for having me. Tell us who you are, what you do and how you got there. How much time do we have? <laughs> as long as you would like. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i at the beautiful resort in Padilla, um, the Renaissance, and I've been here for a year and a half uh, in the position of director of sales and marketing. And um, this is my um, my third property as a DOSM role. Um, and I think I'm super blessed um, to have this beautiful resort. Um, as what I'm taking care of now um, for the past year and a half. Um, and, you know, so I, I did change my, my role um, during COVID, which I think a lot of people uh, wouldn't take the step uh, forward. That must but have I think been quite challenging. Just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's just too good to, to miss, right? It's a, it is a resort that I always have my eye on, things they were, uh, it was being built. Um, so previously I was in Bangkok and, uh, you know, taking care of uh, a much bigger property there in the city hotel um, with a convention. Um, so, and before that I was with um, my different, different brands and, you know, I was doing pre-opening properties also in a, in a mid-sized hotel. So for me, I think my journey in Thailand has always been uh, with hospitality and, um, through the sales and marketing department. Um, and um, I think uh, it's just a country that is just so well known for its warmth and, and the great hospitality welcomes and beautiful products. You know, there's so many amazing hotels here in the country. So that really gives me, you know, the, the, the stage for me to really um, practice and use different skills and to sell different um, uh, products to to different and to meet different clients, which was very interesting, and, and that motivated me um, to continue in the in this career path. Right. So clearly, you're not Thai. What brought you to Thailand? <laughs> so yes, yeah, so uh, I'm Chinese uh, from England, and uh, my gorgeous other half is uh, half English, half Thai. Uh, we, you know, we met each other since university in, in Switzerland. Um, so, so yeah, so we, we thought, you know, Thailand is always an exotic place that everyone wanted uh, to, to go and to holiday. And then, you know, him being half Thai, so we moved here to have a go, you know, to try. And then that was 14 years ago. Fantastic. So yeah. sales and marketing, how did you get into hospitality, sales and marketing? What's your um, career path and how did you get there? Yeah, well, I think uh, when I was in university, it was, I think many, many um, young generation can probably relate. say, well, what do I do, right? Uh, there's so many options and, and your parents are telling you, you should be this, you should be that. Um, but when I was at, you know, 16, 17, I wanted to travel. You know, I love going to see different new places, meet different people. And so then I, I've decided to try to go with a, a 
you know, um, hospitality, hotel management school. Mm-hmm. And my mom and my parents thought, okay, to be safe, I was, you know, just below 18, send me to somewhere safe, the safest place that they can think of, which is Switzerland, right? So I was there. And after that, you know, I was put in this uh, great um, training program. So then I then went on to do my first role in um, US uh, at the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, Tyson's Corner, beautiful luxury hotel. And I was amazed by how, how everyone's gone out their way to make the guest experience journey uh, a really, really um, a, a fantastic one, really unique one. You know, so um, and there's never no, you know, so anything the guests want or, or wish they have, you know, um, could be done, right? So that's really exciting. So that got me hooked. So I was in the um, guest service, you know, in the front office team. So I was very operationally involved. So, and then I, of course you get, I get to learn the systems, you know, how do you check in, check out? How do you handle the club guests, the VIPs and um, the guest relation part. So it was all really nice uh, and great um, uh, start of experience for me. And um, then I moved back to the UK and then for me, um, I joined the Hilton Wardorf there, which is another iconic hotel um, on the strands, you know, with beautiful ballroom where they filmed Titanic before, right? So the Palm Court, it's got so much history. Um, So I was there and then that was the time that I met a lady who really truly inspired me to continue and to grow in hospitality. Uh, which was the general manager at the time, um, Amanda Scott. And I believe she's back in the UK now after spending years in in Asia and US, um, now going back to the UK. And, um, you know, she's just this amazing, well, um, well presented lady, you know, when I first started and she was so um, down to earth and she greeted me on, on my first day and said, oh, well, welcome to the team. And, you know, you would do great. And, you know, for, for a girl who's got the first job and that was amazing, you know? And um, so, yeah, so then I went on and Hilton had some great training programs for, um, for operations, you know? So but then I had the opportunity to move into sales from front desk. And so then I become a sales coordinator and um, get to go and meet um, the clients do site inspections, you know, preparing proposals, doing many different kinds of reports and start to get exposed in sales and marketing field. And that was, you know, then I knew um, that's what I really, really enjoy doing. You know, it's to speak to the customers and, and how do I find a, a corporate solution to support their travel program? So, so yeah, so then went on, then I, you know, uh, then I move uh, you know, as I grow in sales marketing, then I continue to develop myself and my skills, you know, through Star Woods, which is not part of Marriott, and then went on with IHG, um, with the, the uh, pre-opening for the amazing, iconic um, intercontinental London Park Lane, you know, mm-hmm. um, where is, you know, where the Queen used to have a room with the fireplace, you know, with uh, many royal families visits and, and stays. So it's different properties that give me the story that, you know, that I feel like 
really connected. And um, when I'm sharing that to the clients and, and make them feel like, wow, you know, we want to stay with you. We want to be part of the story and the experience. And they feel proud to be at this hotel. It's just, it's not just a room. Okay. So, so, so all that, you know, I mean, London is full of historic places and um, beautiful um, iconic buildings. So coming to Thailand is then completely different. That's right. a, quite a journey, isn't it? To get to where you yeah. are now, you've done a lot of different roles. I mean, yeah. you don't just walk into that sort excuse me, you don't just walk into that sort of job straight from university. You've experienced I, I consider myself journey. very lucky. <laughs> very lucky. I've always had great leaders on the way. Um, and uh, and and it's about uh, building that, building up my confidence, you know, and my leaders uh, always giving the, the the freedom for me to to um, and empower me to to make a right decision, uh, and then to guide me, you know, to develop me. So I think I I've been really lucky to be with all these different brands. Um, I'm really grateful for that. What are some of the challenges that you've experienced along the way? Um, I think it's sometimes like you, for me, I, I really think that what, I mean, at one point I did think that is it, it is this it, right? Working in the sales and the marketing and um, where would I go? You know, because then you, a sales and marketing job is always challenging already. It's a lot of pressure, you know, because it's dealing with money. Right. And um, but sometimes make you feel like, oh, is there a bigger world out there? You know, you're speaking to clients from financial institutions or talking to airline people. So um, I did actually try to to move out of hospitality and I've taken a five year gap. And that was during the time um, that um, a, a investor approached me and he said that, okay, because my Chinese background with the language um, uh, advantage points that I have and being in Thailand for many years. Um, so he's asked me to help him build a factory. And that's um, in Rayong, which is near to Padilla, you know, that's, um, you know, so I, I, I was younger and I was more, convinced by him that I could do it and I said okay well let's let me do it and so I was employee number one and he gave me uh um you know um 200 million baht investment there for me to start up a factory for him from getting licensed company register getting the BOI approval and then go to get the land purchased in the industrial estate and move on to the design of the build of the factory fitting for construction companies. That's quite a yeah. challenge and quite a departure from I mean, hospitality. It's crazy. Yeah, the scope of work, it's endless, you know, and then get hiring our, uh, our the, the management team, including HR, and then we start building the team. And at one point we were working in a little container box, you know, on the construction site, you know, until this, this big factory has been built and we start doing import, you know, import, export, clearance. And it was an amazing journey until the first product was made and it was on display in the middle of the factory. I had tears in my eyes because 
you know, I'm, you know, so proud of myself, of course, grateful for the opportunity from the owner, but really, I cannot have words. Um, it was just tears coming down and say, you know, amazing, five years, I've done this, right? So, but that was a good, really, really great experience. And it's a very special chapter of my, my life that I felt like um, it's so different. And this is something that I always feel like, oh, wow, you know, that I'm so proud of. What brought you and back into hospitality? Yeah. So, I mean, after that, then it's the calling, you know, it's, it's the calling of hospitality. Like they, they don't let me go. And, you know, and I felt that the, when the project comes along, the right project comes along, it's the right time. So when IHG um, planned a pre-opening of the Holiday Inn in Rayong City, um, I got a call and say, hey, this is a great project. Would you consider? I mean, just after so many years away from this industry, I looked at it and I was like, I want to be back in, you know. So that's that's when I know that it's time. Mm-hmm. So then it was great. Then we did this pre-opening project, beautiful hotel in the city center. So yeah, so there you go. I'm back in hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> And when you're not yeah. doing your sales and marketing in hospitality, what are you doing? Um, I really try to balance my my work life uh, and my my family time. You know, I have two young kids, so I think it's very um, you know change hats. You know, I work. You know, I'm the the DOSM, and when I go home, I'm the mom and the wife, the daughter. You know, so I have many different hats. So when I'm not working, I do tend to like to spend a lot of quality time with my kids. We travel and my kids are great travelers. They pack their bags by themselves since they are two and three, Um, never worry. And they enjoy the traveling life, going to stay in different nice hotels. And they're very critique about where we're staying and say, oh, mom, this hotel is great because of this and this and this. So a a little, a little, um, a traveler there. That's so you're raising well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I tend Future to, like to enjoy. Yeah, and I, and we appreciate quality um, um, travel lifestyle, right? So, yeah. So how how do you manage to balance the children, a growing family, and the demands of the job? Mm, I think um, it's not easy, and I'm not I'm not there yet. Um, but I am very blessed. Um, I have a very um, supportive family, especially my husband, um, because he works, um, uh, you know, he's, he has his own business. He works uh, flexible times, you know, so he, he's taken on a lot of the, the, the babysitting work mm-hmm. when I really need to be committed at, at work, you know. So like now I'm taking care of the resort and I'm spending 70 of my time here and when I go to Bangkok the other 30% of the time so he's at home with the kids you know sometimes two three nights four nights a week and and he's never complained so that's something that I've you know when I have that supporting network um and good family support I think that makes it makes my life so much easier yeah Mm. so So you're commuting between Bangkok and Pattaya yes absolutely yeah, no, and it's only an hour and a half. Um, now the traffic is not too bad. On a good day. Yeah, on a good day, yes. Mm. And I understand that you're you're doing some work, with you're supporting women in the community 
What is that that yeah. you're doing? Mm. So around, well, my first child was born around 11 years ago, right? So that was the time when I first moved to Padilla and I felt that I didn't know where to get my grocery. I, you know, I want to get baked beans, you know, I want to get diapers or nappies or um, the hospital, which hospital should I go or which doctor should I talk to, you know? So I felt like there's a lot of women like me living in Padilla because it's so close to Rayong. And so there are a lot of expat families here. And um, I, you know, when I talked to a lot of moms and, and um and we all felt the same challenge. So uh, what I did, I started a group on Facebook and um, it's a close group and it's called Patia Little Monkeys, right? Cause we, we call our kids little monkeys or yes. Patia Little Monkeys. Um, and it's just, you know, getting, oh, getting moms to, to join and to share, well, actually parents, dads too, you know, but dads are welcome too. Um, to share, you know, so if there's any new members coming to Padilla, um, to stay in Padilla, then, they need help they can ask the questions all the members are very very helpful um even you know uh, um, a meeting up you know, sometimes they run out of things or they need help and some members will go and visit so it is a a social group where um uh, where all the expat families can share their knowledge about the local area uh, where can they take their kids on a play group or some parents want to sell some secondhand items, or if they want to ask um, some uh, questions, just simple questions, you know. So we're here to support each other in a community. So this group I set up about uh, 11 years ago, and and it's grown, um, grown from from for me, it's grown uh, tremendously because it's we started from three or four or five people, five moms, you know, in the group and now over uh, close to 3,000 members. And these are all active expat families that live in the area. Some already moved away, but they're still sharing their knowledge about where to get things done or where to do what. Um, so it was great community um, to support and give back to, um, to our local um, a small social community here. Mm -hmm. Just Fantastic. Want to support all the parents. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So working in working in Thailand, um, what are some of the challenges that you might have had as a woman in your position in Thailand? I think Thailand. Um, if you look at the environment, I think it's very. It's more if you're looking at the uh, the top management. I think uh, you will see more male dominance than than female. Um, but by saying that recently, this past couple of years, there are already a lot more female leaders. And I think it's, it's been a, a really a spotlight uh, shine on this. You know, so I could see different chambers. They're doing different um, women in leadership programs. Um, they're mentoring uh, supports, you know, so then um, we can join these groups and we can have discussions and reach out. Uh, so I think that's great activities there now being in place for a couple of years now to support the, the community. And I, I think women, we don't have to feel that we are less important or um, it's not fair. Uh, I think a lot of people like to put it as a you know, victimized or whatever you want to call it. I think if you, are, if you want to get something, just go for it. 
I, I never felt this being, being discriminated because I'm a woman. And, um, and I will always felt like we actually have more power because we could play the soft side and we can be the tough cookies, you know? So I think we have more advantage points um, than men. So we should, and we should use it. <laughs> Do you see that in the hospitality, travel and tourism industry as well? There are a lot of women in senior yeah. roles in travel and tourism. Exactly, exactly. And I think if you're looking at DOSM, I would say probably 70 or 80% DOSM are, uh, are women, mm-hmm. you know? And then, if, but if you go up to a operational um, role, like the EAM or hotel manager or GM role, there will be more men. So I think it's not right or wrong, but it's just because the, the strength that we have and if, you know, for my fellow DOSMs, if anyone is interested to become a GM, nothing could stop us. Mm. You know, there are some great programs in place with different chains, you know, whether if it's Marriott, with IHG, um, there are female leadership programs that to help us get there. And um, so, yeah, so like my, my goals to my, you know, my future career path is to become a general manager, which is something that I you know, I try to develop myself into and I have multiple discussions um, with my leadership teams. So I think it, and the feedback has always been very supportive. And um, but sometimes maybe we don't express ourselves enough to let people know that's what we want. That's a good point. I mean, if you don't ask for what you want or say what you want or ask for help when you need it, how is yeah. anybody going to know? Right, exactly. Yeah, men are generally much more um, willing and able to put themselves forward than than women are. But certainly in Absolutely. Thailand, I see a lot of senior senior women senior roles yes. are held. Yes, fantastic. So I was going to ask you what's in the future for you. So obviously you're going to be GM. Are you going to remain we'll in like Thailand? To be. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a goal yeah, for no, I... or, or the wider world? No, I, I, I'm, you know, I have no um, uh, sort of a, a limitation on the location. I think um, I've been in Thailand for 14 years. I love Thailand. So if it's, a, it's something, a beautiful hotel that I could grow myself into that role, that's great. Um, but I think there's so many, um, the world is so big, right? Um, and you know, if there's other opportunities around the world, absolutely. And even the UK, I, you know, it would be my dream one day to move back to the UK and be a general manager of a, a very beautiful, iconic, historic building um, that will really, you know, that will really be the, 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 the highlight of my career. So we'll have to watch out for that. That would be a plan. <laughs> um, what what advice would you give to your younger self, knowing what you know now and where you are now? Mm. What might you have changed, or what advice would you give to yourself? Mm. That's a very good question. Um, I have always been the person that I, if I like, if I want something, I will go for it. So I don't because. I don't want to live in regrets. Like I don't want to fear that, oh, if I haven't tried, I haven't done this, what would happen? So, um, but maybe the advice for myself is to um, be, 
be um, have more options, like open, be open on more options, because it comes two ways. Like I know exactly what I want, but sometimes maybe there are other opportunities come along, but it's not kind of in in my vision or in what I'm planning to do. I would immediately, I like, I would say no, 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 that's not me. Whereas I, if I could look broader and 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 that might take me onto a like a different path and um, yeah, so I wouldn't don't say no too quickly. I would tell mm. myself, yeah, it's a so, fine balance between being focused and being open to opportunity. Absolutely. What yeah. different path do you think you might have taken? Um, you know, I I had before was um, you know. Do we want? Do I want to try a travel agent, right? Do I want to see or airline? You know. So, um, but for me, is that because that's my 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 goal is to get to a USM and get to a, a GM role. So, I would not want to do anything sort of a side sideways. Did you right? always have that as a goal? Then, did you always know you wanted to be a DOSM or a GM? Yeah, I mean, I always wanted, I always wanted to be a DOSM, but when I become a DOSM, then I move up my goal to be one of the GM, you know, <laughs> and why not? step by yeah. step. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there was never any doubt really in your mind that that's the direction you wanted to go. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and and mind. what advice would you give then to youngsters not really knowing what they want to do or where they want to go what what advice would you give to them as they're starting out mm. I actually I have quite a lot of um, my junior um, members team members we, we always have chats and discussions about this um, and I always tell them you just need to try so if you're not sure, just give yourself when you are still young, when you are still in the entry level position of a company, try cross platforms. Don't go one track. So you can try a variety of different jobs and then you can see which one you like because it's too early for you to decide that's it. That's the path that I want to take. So if you try six months here and you want to try something else later, I mean, go for it until you find something that you're so passionate about, you get up in the morning, say, that's it, I'm going to put on my clothes, and I'm going to go to work, I'm so happy about it. So that will be the right job for you. Mm. So, and because when you get to a manager level, you start swinging sideways, it becomes more difficult. And when you become a director level to go and swing, it will be even more difficult. And, um, and you definitely don't have time to waste on, on when you're at that level. So do it when you're still young, still early, just test it out, try it, be brave. It's a little bit like a pyramid. So in the early stages, Absolutely. you strengthen the base and do as much as you can. And as you go up Absolutely. the chain, then you narrow down the focus a little bit. But without Absolutely. that strong base, you don't know what excites you and what you're good at. Um, or have yeah. the skills to move up the chain. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, coming back to the example that I mentioned earlier about the factory, and because I did the factory, so I was able to understand the supply chain, I was understand the cost structure, I was able to understand what HR really looking for when they're dealing with travel and 
and to like, you know, placing their, their employees in hotels. So when I come back to hotels, I will be able to relate mm -hmm. and I will be able to speak the same language and offer them the right solution. And, and they're dealing with million dollars there and we're dealing with a few thousand bahts. So sometimes we think ourselves too big when we are on the negotiation table. So how to convert that and then be, um, be you know, be, um, be, be able to present your solution that makes sense to your clients. That was a great um, benefit of working on the other side and coming back to hotels. So I, I think that's a good example of how we can try different things. And when we are still younger and when we still have the opportunity to. And actually stepping out of hospitality into something else can be supremely beneficial rather mm -hmm. than a disadvantage. Absolutely. And it's never too late to get back in and to do something different, but to bring all the knowledge and skills that you've developed into that role. Yeah. And, and the world is ever changing. So I think it's, it doesn't matter what you do, as long as you'll be able to use some of the knowledge that you learn to adapt back into hospitality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. are you most proud of? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm very proud of my kids. Yeah. If you're not talking about work, you know, I, I have great children that they are just, you know, they're very, they understand, they don't complain. And they, you know, when you're so tired, when you get home and, and they would just come to you and say, it give you the biggest hug and it's always smiling, mommy, welcome home, you know? So it kind of like, I could put on this gear and this warrior, you know, the suits going out to fight battles. And when I come home, I can completely be myself and relax and, and being taken care of. So that's, that's something that's so great, you know? Yeah, so good. That's nice. I mean, and it's a great example of being able to balance life and work and mm. be a career woman in yeah. the suits and at the table <laughs> and then still go home and be mum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what what's in the future? What's happening with the hotel next? What's the what's I mean, we're coming to the end of COVID, hopefully, and travels coming back. What's in the pipeline for the rest of the year? Mm. I think it's a very exciting year. I think past two years has put everyone in this situation, never unprecedented situation before. And to be honest, we lost a lot of great um, members um, in hospitality. And um, a lot of people has gone to do their own business or work in a different industry now, you know. And, and I think with this year, we can see the travel coming back. We can see the people, people are eager to come back and travel. And um, there's so much interest every time when we, you know, when Thai government announced the, um, the ease of the travel policies, there's always a, a spike of um, interest in either social medias or, you know, in our bookings. So I think people are ready to come back. And um, so that's why I want to encourage people that who have left our industry, this is definitely the right time to, right time to come back to it. And, uh, you know, we, we will be here with open arms, you know, to welcome all our um, sisters and brothers to come back to the industry because we need quality people and we need passionate people 
to deliver what we are famous for, which is our uh, great hospitality our, with the land of smiles, right? So we want to have um, the right soft skills, you know, the soft um, 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 readiness to, to have when the border is reopened. And, and skilled um, hospitality associates are very hard to come by, you know? Mm. The world so, over at the moment, I think. Yeah, But it's right, those soft right. skills that you can't teach if there isn't that hospitality mindset, that, yeah. that desire to help and, and to be of service. Yeah. You can teach the, the technical skills, but you have to have the right mindset for the business. Exactly. That's, that's the yeah. biggest challenge. That is currently, yeah. What's the biggest challenge facing you as we wrap up here now? What's, what's the biggest challenge for you ahead? I think for me is um, to how to educate um, our overseas market. Obviously, we, you know, international travelers are our, our key market. Our domestic, we are doing great. We have great loyalty customers and um, people know what we stand for, the, the, the product that we have and the service that we, we deliver. Um, it's about getting the international travelers to have the confidence to come back to Thailand and come back to Padilla. Um, and a lot has changed in Padilla in the past two years. Um, and the whole city has really like revamped and there's so many new cafes and um, trendy places, family friendly places. Um, some great, um, uh, business, so a lot of business has um, sort of uh, redeveloped and renovated the, the facilities. So, um, so definitely becomes more family orientated now, Padia, moving away from what it used to be. And, um, and especially the Najong Tian area, which is where the resort is, has become like the top destination uh, for family and couple travelers because of it's more premium um, facilities here. There are two, there are water parks, you know, there's, um, there's a new um, uh, Aquaworks theme park that's gonna be open soon. There are beautiful world-class golf course um, around the corner from us. Um, there's a, vine, a vineyard, you know, with, a, you know, um, European landscape uh, restaurants, you know, and there, there are just many, many, many more. You know, so um, so I do urge everyone to to when do you do come back to Thailand, including yourself, Caroline, um, please come to visit um, Padiam. It just give, it will give you a totally different um, vibe, and and it's so thrilled. Um, I'm so thrilled to see that the, the city has developed so much, moving away and going into this new um, concept, which is really. Um, you know, lifting the position of Padilla. Have you got yeah. trade shows and things planned this year? Are you off to any international trade shows? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we have, um, you know, we have the um, ATM, which is coming up, um, you know, in Dubai. And then um, we have um, quite a few other shows. You know, we have IMAX, which is uh, in Frankfurt. And then towards the end of the year, you know, we're looking at a few other possibilities, but we have to see which market is going to uh, come back quickly to us. Mm. Um, India definitely is a market where we, we know that uh, it will come back quickly. Um, whereas uh, I think um, China market might take a bit longer. It's a challenging world at the moment, isn't it? 
It's a very challenging world. Very unstable at the moment. Yes, yes. Well, thank you very much for your time today. It's been very interesting listening to your journey. And every journey is unique. It's it's um, and I think some of the advice that you've got there for youngsters coming up, you know, just try everything. Just just broaden your skills and, and see what excites you. That's so important. Yeah, you have to try when you're young. <laughs> you do, you do. Yeah. So thank you very then keep, much. Then keep trying until you are, it doesn't matter what age you are, you know. <laughs> until you find what you want to do, it's never too late. Exactly. Wishing you every success then for the year ahead. And um, thank you again for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking you to you. Much. Thank you so much, Caroline. It's great to be here.